good morning. This is the Friday Fireside, and we are here with Craig Letty, who is the head of uh, a whole bunch of things, but we know him mostly from the interactive case competition that he runs. Craig, how are you this morning? Very good. Happy New Year to you, Rick. Great to and, be here. And where are you talking to us from? I'm outside of New York City, just north of the city in uh, Mamaroneck, New York, in Westchester County, right off I-95, and about uh, two and a half miles from the Altice USA head end for Westchester, just to add a cable perspective to things. Oh, and, and of course, you're actually broadcasting now from the Altice head end, which explains all those TVs, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, this is my house. I have like 500 screens. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> you don't want to see what's really behind me. Yeah, well, I, I, I cheat. I have a blackout curtain behind me. So Yeah, I like when people have their bookshelves <laughs> so I can, you know, check out and see. Yeah, no, I'm right it. behind me is a window and uh, you wouldn't see anything with the light coming in the window, which some people would argue is a good thing. All right. So anyway, um, Today is, I'm going to look at the calendar, today is Thursday, January 7th, the day following Wednesday, January 6th, uh, which was a monumental day in American history. You got any opinions about uh, what happened yesterday? <laughs> one, one crazy day and obviously, you know, very shocking and, uh, you know, but from a television perspective, Rick, you know, since you and I've been around so long, <clears throat> you know, we've been through these sort of big live moments on television and now with social media as well. And uh, to me, it was interesting. There was this point around about 2.30 or so where, you know, texts, tweets, television, whatever was just blowing up and everybody was saying to everybody else, are you seeing this? Are you, are you seeing what's going on in our nation's capital? And it was shocking, you know, shocking image after shocking image. Uh, but really, from a historical standpoint, I mean, I'm old enough, Rick, I go back to the JFK assassination. And, you know, this will rank with, with that or, or the moon landing or, or Reagan assassination attempt or the Challenger or 9-11 or any of those big epic media events. Um, so that, that's, that's one thing I was sort of thinking about, but I do think, you know, right now there's, there's plenty of blame and finger pointing and upheaval and there'll be a lot of fallout. But I think from a, a media standpoint, you know, it does raise this question about where we go in terms of um, how do you raise the public discourse? How do you create a debate over very important issues without raising it to this emotionally charged level that leads to uh, you know, mobs and people storming the US Capitol building? Well, smarter people than me have uh, given the opinion that uh, media, uh, both journalism, uh, print, and, and television, has simply lost the people's trust. Uh, and yeah, maybe before anything else happens, we need to find a way to get that back. 
I I agree, and and you know obviously the government and politicians and everybody plays a huge role in that, um, and, and it is you know uh, even now watching this morning in the aftermath, I was a little disappointed that everybody went back to their camps and started the blame game again, and well, remember what happened back then, and you know going down this rabbit hole rather than dealing with this situation right. uh, in itself, which was very unique, unprecedented and horrible and really needs to be dealt with on its own. And then thinking about those bigger issues as we go forward. You know, it's interesting. I've been spending a lot of time, um, both clients and friends on the broadcast side of things recently. And what I keep seeing is, while someone might not trust Lester Holt on NBC, they have a lot more trust for the local newscaster on their NBC affiliate. <clears throat> and, you know, there may be something there because heaven knows the local broadcasters on the news side of things did pretty well in 2020. Uh, the pandemic resulted in a lot more audience there. Yeah. Uh, so maybe there is a bit of a formula that can allow the places where trust currently exists to grow rather than starting in a place where there is little trust and try to create it. I don't know. It's, uh, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Trust, trust is a hard thing to build up in media and it's really easy to lose it. It really and, easy to lose uh, it, hard to get it back. That's right. Yeah, hard to get it back. And it's also interesting to see if, um, you know, some of the, the burgeoning uh, internet media services can kind of step up and, and fill some of that void as well without turning into Twitter, which is, you know, just become this cesspool of, uh, of horrible statements. And, you know, when you have to have the, the president get blocked from, Right. for 12 hours. I mean, just crazy stuff. So does that mean that in this, I, this is going to be an artful transition. Does that mean that in the 2021 interactive case competition, your case might have something to do with uh, news and media, maybe even rebuilding trust? Well, we're actually thinking about that. Um you know, we've done the last couple interactive case competitions, and, and this 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 is our tenth year now. Okay, and you know uh, what? Before before you get into the new, let's let's do take the time because yeah. I I I did a little bit of research, and there are actually seven people who are my regular viewers who don't know who you are. Uh, there are uh, thirty eight thousand who do know who you are. So, for the seven people who don't know who you are. Who are you? We didn't do this thing. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, Who yeah. are you and what do you do? We'll go back to the, the very beginning. So, yeah. So I've been, uh, I was a business journalist for years. Cablevision Magazine, right? Media, and I was the editor of Cablevision Magazine. And then I went out on my own and started Interactive TV Works, uh, which is how I got to know great people like you and Tracy Swedlow and, and the whole ITVT gang. And uh, just really, you know, was pushing a lot of different um, 
technologies, you know, you remember, you have the scars to it. I do. OCAP and all that sort of thing. And from that, as you know, sometimes some of the best ideas get hatched in a bar. And so about 10 years ago, uh, we were talking about you know, conferences and how we go to conferences and a lot of people were just sort of saying the same thing. And we really need a millennial perspective and voice and let's see what these kids can do. And so we started the first competition with uh, the Daniels College of Business in Denver. And then it just kind of grew from there. And so uh, now we've had to transition to doing them virtually, but actually worked very well and allows us to get uh, students from all different parts of the country. And we tackle a big industry challenge with each one through a case study. And we have these different teams of students that compete and they go up before a judges panel, an industry audience, and then they can win cash prizes. And more importantly, they become uh, really good candidates for jobs and internships. And we're happy that 40% of our alumni now work in some capacity in the industry today. Oh, cool. I should also mention that one of the things we do is to help educate them is create a coaches council of mentors. And we've had such great coaches as Rick Howe, <laughs> who's done a tremendous job. I, 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 I must point out my, my team did win once a couple of years ago. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and we welcome uh, uh, anybody who's interested. It's, it's a great experience. So that's really become my, my big thing. And in the last couple uh, competitions, We've focused on pay TV and streaming models, which has been really interesting. And now to your point, we're thinking about doing things that maybe have a little more social aspect to it, uh, this media issue perhaps, or we're also thinking about uh, doing one on closing the digital divide, yes. which is uh, obviously also a big issue and it'd be great to see how these students tackle that, what sort of recommendations they come up with. Interesting. The, uh, the first competition that I coached, uh, forget the year, uh, probably 2015, I think. Uh, I had a team from NYU, and one of the members of that team is going to be on a Friday Fireside, Courtney Miller, who went from NYU and that team, and she spent some time, I think, at the NBC one of the many silos there. And now she's over at Viacom CBS. And I contacted her. I said, hey, let's let's do a thing. But mo- most interestingly, um, I had back then a, a, a client, Amdocs, uh, based in, in Israel. And they were doing work over on this side with uh, AT&T and then DirecTV. And basically, they're sort of a data billing company. And I brought some of my team members over to an Amdocs one day conference and I brought them in for lunch and Craig, I got to tell you, the MDOCS executives stared at these kids. They were, these were real millennials. And, and when they talked about how freely they did things like share their um, Netflix sign-on credentials back in 2015 and, and their direct TV sign-on credentials with their friends. 
And uh, the fact that they were expected to do that, they would be ostracized from their friend group if they didn't do that, was just a completely unique perspective for my client. And yeah, I applaud you uh, for targeting that group and, and making sure that those those folks have an opportunity to stay in the business because, hell, I love our business. It's the only thing I know how to do, mind you. But, um, you know, it's a it's a terrific place for people to get a start. Well, it, it's always really interesting and very inspiring um, to see what the students come up with and and just the way they approach things. I mean, I always thought it was interesting back in those last few years that we in traditional media would always think about building or creating something first for television and then maybe later down the road, we'll think about some streaming thing from mobile or working in social media. And for them, of course, everything starts with social media and mobile and then goes the other way. So um, just different approaches and they always come up with something really fresh and, and the judges, the, it's always a great event because the judges become real stars too. And we've had some terrific executives uh, who've been judges and, and they come up with uh, some really interesting feedback as well. Now, in terms of crass, crass commercialism, uh, you actually have sponsors for this activity. Do. And I assume those sponsors have an opportunity to, con- to contribute coaches, right? Yes, uh, and, and even judges as well. So, um, yeah, we, we do rely on sponsorships. Uh, uh, as well as donations that go to the prize pool for the students. Um, and we've had a lot of great, you know, organizations like NCTA and CTAM and others that have, uh, have gotten back, gotten behind the program as well. Well, I, I would add a plug for your program for potential sponsors. And that is that they have an opportunity to not only meet prospective employees and or interns and or brains in the business, uh, but spend time with them in a somewhat challenging but also relaxed environment. It's almost the difference between trying to call on somebody in their office where you have to fight your way through their uh, appointment secretary versus meeting somebody at a conference where you can just talk. Um, you get to meet these students where they are. And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity and benefit, I think, to the sponsors and the participants. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, some of our larger sponsors, Comcast, NBCU, and and Charter, uh, you know, they have university relations arms now. They really want to forge relationships with schools is very valuable to them. They don't want to see all these people heading off to, you know, big tech and other places. Um, They're all gearing up uh, for a lot of different things. So uh, it's a good way for them to uh, get people who are already, you know, educated. They've gotten that first wave of what the industry is all about and then get them into their pipeline. It's interesting. I have I have joked in the past, and it turns out that my joke has turned into a reality, that the uh, the people, at least on the technical side of our business, who really drive the television and the media and entertainment business, today are doing their work in their parents' garage in Hop Hop. 
Okay. They're anywhere from 15 to 17 years old. And some of them have developed things that the rest of the world are going to see in a couple of years. We're going to go, oh, my God, where did that come from? It came from some kid's parents' garage in Hopog, right? Um, the, the talent that is available and the difference in perspective that's available from the, from the kids, I will call them, everybody's a kid to me, um, from, from, from the students that you're recruiting is, is just terrific. All right. This year... Tell us now when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. Let's give a real plug out there. Yeah, so, um, and you can go to, we've got a very nice, I had some great interns last year who set up a very nice website for us, uh, interactivecasecompetition.com. And you can go there and you can see our 2021 plan. Uh, But we are going to stick uh, virtual this year. Love to go back live, but not yet. Uh, and so we're kicking off the spring competition. Uh, we'll start that around early February and it'll wrap up uh, tentative date, April 29th, all online. And then uh, do the fall one that will start in September and wrap up uh, November 11th, 2021. So that's sort of our plan at this point. All right, and we'll make sure and include a link to your uh, LinkedIn page and to your website uh, in this so people can come find you. It's a tremendous opportunity. And guess what? We are we are about out of time. So, Craig Letty, thank you, sir. I appreciate your stepping up for us. Rick, thank you very much. Great to be with you. Thank you. And I'll say to everybody out there, that first of all, this will be published on Friday because it is the Friday Fireside. Often will be here. And uh, everybody else, just uh, be nice to each other, okay? Do that.